PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the AFC North. It's out of control, Sam. It is out of control, the AFC North. Look, we don't make every prediction. We're not perfect. We're not, we're not right about absolutely everything. But we did get one thing right before the season. We said the AFC North was going to be competitive, and uh, it is. Every team's above 500, just like, you know, the rest of the AFC. But uh, Ravens are 6-2. and two. The Steelers, after that crazy Monday night win, moved to 5-3. and three. The Browns and the Bengals are now 5-4. and four. So who's going to win this thing? What's, what's going on in the North? Yeah, everybody basically within a game of each other. Um, and remember, the, the Bengals were the number one seed in the AFC like nine days ago. And all of a sudden, they're rock bottom of their own division. Um, the Browns have gone from being bottom of the division to being like on the move again after OBJ is no longer with the team. Um, it's fascinating. Like I, I think the Steelers have a realistic chance of still being competitive. We thought that they were going to be written off after their early season woes. Um, but all of a sudden, like they're just they're hanging around. They're they're just going to be competitive. Making like enough plays. Making enough plays. This division is madness. I, I think that the Ravens probably are the best, the most complete team of the group, but I would not look beyond the Cleveland Browns now that they have gotten rid of Odell Beckham Jr. And like Mayfield is just a better quarterback when he isn't there. Yeah, and we just discussed that yesterday on the Daily. So, you know, I think we're, we're Team Browns right now, feeling, feeling the vibes moving in the right direction for them. I'm not completely ready to sour on the Bengals. It is a rough two-week stretch. But uh, as I mentioned on the pod, you know, NFL podcast this week, man, they're coming off this franchise-defining win. It was supposed to be the one that that catapulted the Bengals into, you know, their the the next phase, their the next step in the AFC North, and they've kind of blown it the last couple of weeks. The, the win was against the Ravens, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Steelers are winning ugly. Sam, is does that matter? I mean, this is it's very much the same team as last year. That started 11 and 0, right? They were 11 and 0. We're like, wait, wait, wait. They can't keep doing this. You can't just rely on your defense and with this horrible offense. Last week they went against the Browns with 15 points. This week it is like third and one and fourth and one after just over and over again getting stuffed to get get a few short fields. Um, gotta hand them a little bit of credit. They did have the game win a go ahead field goal drive that the Steelers had. Um, that was a good job by Big Ben Deontay Johnson, but. I'm still having a tough time completely buying into the Steelers team, but they've they've gotten to five and three with four straight wins here. Yeah, and the really fun thing is there's so many games just within this division upcoming. Like the, these teams have got a, a ton of opportunity to work things out just within the division. Forget what they do when they're facing everybody else. Like just the Steelers' remaining schedule, they have to face the Bengals on the road, the the Ravens home and away, the Browns uh, at home. Like, that's a ton of games within the division just to sort out the seeding. And obviously, the same thing is true for most of the other teams. Like, we are going to see a bunch of these AFC North battles, and they're all close. Like, none of these teams, I think, are dramatic favorites over the other ones. We're going to see, like, which one of these sides can rise up and kind of put some distance between them and the chasing pack. The Ravens must feel like the best team to you, right? I mean, they feel like the best team to me, but we are, again two weeks removed from them getting destroyed by the, by the Bengals in the second half. It was a close game. Second half, the Bengals pulled away. Um, but the Ravens feel like the team that's probably the most complete. Uh, the defense is a little up and down compared to what we've seen in the past. They're winning with the pass game more than they ever have. So uh, I think the Ravens can still run it. They have Lamar Jackson, who's going to be the catalyst for that run game, but they are able to throw the ball. And if we just take yeah. a step back, maybe we've, 
glossed over this point. Our biggest question for the Ravens is what happens when they have to make comebacks and throwing the ball? And that's what they're doing. They're making 10-point comebacks three times already this year with Lamar, with that passing attack. That was our big question for the Ravens. They've answered it so far. So they must feel like, to me, they feel like the safest of this group, even though I, I know you like the Browns the way they're trending. Yeah, they that is a huge development for this team, being able to win in disadvantageous situations that they just didn't seem to have in the tank in previous years. You know, when we knew that when the Bengals offense was rolling and they were able to build a lead, they were great front runners and they could just run away and hide and you couldn't catch them because they would keep the ball and just grind you down. But if you were able to put them in a hole early and suddenly they're behind by double digits, they just didn't have the game plan to get out of it. Lamar Jackson turning into a pure drop back pocket passer just didn't work. Um, but all of a sudden it does. And that's happened a few times this season already where they've been down double digit points and they've come back and they've won those games. They've also kind of dug themselves out of a few games where they needed wins. Um, so I, I think that's a huge development for them, particularly because like the run game isn't what it used to be. You know, it's not as strong as it was the last couple of years. They're not as good in that area as they were before. So they actually need the pass game to be better. And it is. So I, I do think that they're, they're well situated because of that. But another case where like that Bengals game is the only division game they've played so far. They've got to play the other ones, all of them. Um, Pittsburgh twice, Cleveland twice, and then that other Cincinnati game, this one on the road. Um, so like Baltimore's, Baltimore, plenty of opportunities to, to drop some games within the division. Yeah, I can't wait to see those Ravens, Browns, and then Ravens, Steelers matchups and see what happens there. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests, and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you win. $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's kind of the nature of the entire NFC, Sam. AFC. I know we were talking about just the AFC North, but the AFC East has the Bills and Patriots 5-3, 5-4 respectively. The West is similar. Five and three for the Ravens, uh, for the Raiders and Chargers. The Chiefs and the Broncos are both five and four. It is nuts across the entire AFC. 11 out of 16 teams have winning records. So the North is not unique in that sense, but I like where you're going. There are some some great matchups. The Ravens, as I mentioned, facing the Browns a couple times, the Steelers a couple times. Um, Do we have to predict? I mean, since, you know, this is what we're talking about, let's predict how this thing shakes shakes out the other interesting sort of dynamic here is that all of these teams have pretty tough schedules for the second half of the season um the Steelers have had the most difficult schedule in the NFL according to PFF's power rankings um theirs gets a bit easier but even they are like the 12th hardest schedule in the NFL um going down the stretch everybody else is harder than that so all of these teams face a schedule that's 12th hardest or harder with the Bengals having the third hardest schedule in the NFL for the remainder of the season. 
it's like none of these teams has it easy. So somebody is going to have to do this the hard way and get out of this division and win it um, through some really tough games. And a lot of that, by the way, is because of so many games within the division. Because they're right? playing each other. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think that's a, that is absolutely a huge factor in this whole thing. And it is, it is a, a, a great time, I think, for the NFL. As ugly as this, uh, the Steelers-Bears game was when it came to uh, some of the calls on the field and the flags and all that stuff, it was ugly, Sam. It was not fun. But I think it is a great time. It's, it's almost like this Patrick Mahomes coming back down to earth, the Chiefs offense coming back down to earth a little bit, kind of gave a little bit of life to the rest of the conference. Like, who's going to come out of the AFC here? So I'm going to go back and... At this point, I actually predicted the Ravens to win the to go to the Super Bowl this year. And uh, even though it, it looked tenuous after week one and after the, the Bengals loss, every team has these losses to look back at. Like, and no team is just straight clean football all the way through. But I do think the Ravens, you know, might be best equipped here to come out of the AFC North and maybe the entire AFC. Yeah, I think the Ravens probably have the best chance of the four, and our power rankings are going to give them the best chance, the the best opportunity, the best percentage, based off the uh, whatever it is, the thirty thousand simulations, ten thousand simulations, however many times we simulate it with the computers. Um, but I do think that the Browns are a totally different prospect once they've removed Baker, uh, once they've removed Odell Beckham from the entire thing like that offense is different when baker mayfield does not have to figure out what on earth is going on with odell beckham the defense all of a sudden looks like the unit that it was capable of being when they put all these pieces together and they don't have you know jok back yet like that defense once you get to january could all of a sudden start to really do some good things and if baker mayfield at that point is still playing well like the Browns are kind of who we thought they were before the season. That's the the number that I want to point out. As much as I'm liking the Ravens, the number that would make me lean toward the Browns, Browns right now have the number three coverage grade in the NFL. For any team, the Ravens are down at 21st. So I'll, I'm with you, man. I think it's the Ravens or the Browns. I think they come out of the AFC North, not to completely sour on the, the Steelers. They're coming off the big win, but it's the Ravens and the Browns division the AFC North. Who do you think? What do you let us know? Who's going to win the AFC North? It's a PFF NFL Daily.